Yo, this is Carlos Morgan. Juan Demond Mason, director of Soul Nice, past president and future. Truth is Sean. Hi, I'm Colleen James. I'm Fitz. The Whip Vanderpool. Hi, this is Barry White. Hey, y'all, I'm Rudy Blair. You're listening to Black Exposed. Black Exposed. Black Exposed. Black Exposed. Black Exposed. What's up, y'all? It's Solitaire 101, the one and only. Nothing you expect, everything you don't. And you are listening to Black Exposed with Sandra Tyler on 98.5 CKWR. I'm Sandra Tyler. My name is The Rookie Kameez. This is my new song, Canadian Bugger, from my EP Kaleidoscope on Black Exposed 98.5 CKWR. Don't miss it. Let's go. Your body is a I'm Sandra Tyler, and this is Black Exposed, KW's first and Canada's only black show on primetime FM radio with all black Canadian music. You just heard Canadian Burger from Afrobeats artist Rookie Camise's new EP, Kaleidoscope. He is our black artist spotlight, and he's joining me tonight to chat about his new single, Bad Boy Killa. And Ivan Evidente, the director of A&R for Universal Music Canada, he co-hosts tonight. And he's giving advice to any artist looking to get signed to a label. Ivan is one of the most influential people in the music industry. He's the one that signs artists and bands to labels. He works with Drake, Eminem, and pretty much every famous artist under the sun. And his advice is rare. So tell your friends, tune in now, ckwr.com, and mark your calendars. 
Starting Friday, November 24th, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we kick off our first Black Exposed Friday Street Mix Live, an hour of commercial-free hip-hop and R&B with myself and DJ R-Double. And speaking of DJs, let's get this ish started, B.E. fam. The all-black Canadian drive-home street mix starts now. DJ R-Double. A lot of y'all thought that we'd get along Gather up the facts, see you got it all wrong You're simple-minded, acting like you get it The director read the script, so I read it You get some credit, your words just whisper Mine is getting louder every time I'm sounding crisper It's like Devo on the block, wanna play You wanna come up with the stats, run away It's okay the life the chosen that brought the heat to the land of the frozen navigate the track when it comes to the product hey ish come back yeah yeah you're out of luck this the bang in your truck you ran out of luck when y'all got stuck there is no competition because you're standing in the rear it's not a game because he's insane yeah we came to play it's all captivating get the start get the get get relaying start spraying ducking hollow tips they're coming your way it happens every night hey hey the place where i'm from you can press the issue run for your life forget a tissue violence breaking out in broad daylight this remains an active investigation police and emergency crews are on scene i write epistles and strike like guided missiles black and white stripes on the shirt the guy's official even if i hide the whistle too obvious i got the gift i must have gotten on his naughty list saudi prince swag Pistols and strike like guided missiles. Got to say, black and white stripes on the shirt. The guy's official. Even if I hide the whistle, too obvious. I got the gift. Y'all must have gotten on his naughty list. Saudi Prince swag has his cockiness and sloppy discs. I just want our children all living like the Cosby kids. Body this. There's power when the generations link up. We can make any future our meditations think of. I say it louder for all the people in the back. That's where the evil lives. Putting all the ego in the tracks. Sharp. I'm on point like the needle with the vax Anytime they put the needle in the wax It's a free throw in the basket Automatic, just another Thursday I spit it first rate, they spit it first grade His first name first in the surveys on wordplay Shook the underground, but not an earthquake per se Never fickle, staying resolute Cause nobody never lose Keep playing, pop it when you get to shoot And bless the youth Your boy Burroughs Catch the all-black Canadian drive-home street mix with DJ R Double and Sandra Tyler Tuesday 6 p.m. on Black Exposed. Do it like this. I ain't a rookie. Maybe you mistook me for one, but look, I moved on the rap from under the ground. I shook it. Bottom line, like a spot where you sign. Involve a mic and only need the dollar signs on the eyes of the looker. Draped in a hoodie, the black lights of fury. I punch you in your face till your vision likes to worry. Girls, I got purely smell like potpourri. Pretty chicks always seem to flock to me. Even as a kid, when I used to play hooky, you could bet I was getting some just like a bookie. And I'm just like Frank Lyman was with the nookie. Singing goody goody while I'm beating up. I really Look at where it took me, I ain't in court, bleeding to the jury I'm a tight rope around me, it's is connected to a pulley Tug it rich and fully till it stretches the way Hey, 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 hey,
represent the vibe. Big dogs from the west, we ride with the raw stride. Me amigos at my side, ready to take the world on, do or die. Yes, the fly down low, lyrical vango. Stay international with the ill adios, money making flow. Pesos from Mexico to European ends and yens from Tokyo. I meant for the years that we rock skid row in the trash bungalow, trying to juggle our flow. But you know how the struggle go, life moves slow, yo. Plus it's extra hard when you got no dough. But we drive on, mentality stay strong. Dropping bombs on the world from Northwest Saigon, deep in the Babylon. Death can't run, watch them run. The heart is wicked and judgment soon come. In New York, they want me, and I'm gonna be there. That is calling, and I'm gonna be there. In G Day, they want me, and I'm gonna be there. Present to Jimmy Rollin' strollin' all through the city blocks Cops patrol to show me that it's really hot When they approachin' I'm ghostin' that means you see me not I'm on a boat in the ocean doin' a milli rock I left the game, came back, and then I left again I beat the way, made tracks like a pedestrian And then one day, way back, I started questionin' Is making music a blessing or is it stress again? I tried to leave her alone, but couldn't let her go And if you gotta love Jones, you better let her know I'm in love with the music I'm dedication time to never show Why you tryna let So we've been around Goodness and break, you like the perfect rush. You make me feel like a king, but I can never put you down. Could never walk away, you're like an equal time 20. I can use you every day. The thrill of it all could even spark up a fight. So you can take me from the street and put me under a light. I like to use you, abuse you, misuse you. Any drug of choice, this is mine. This is music. I choose Black Exposed. Help me get through all my trials in life. And I can make a couple dollars if I juggle you right. And every time I'm feeling down, you're always bringing me up. I'd like to do it like a book, but I ain't Enough. You never let me astray, but there were times when it's dark, cause I had hatred in life. You put that light in my heart, that's why I give you my all, cause there's no rehab for you. I catch a bad attitude, well I'ma give it to God. I'm gonna take some time to let you know, even when you hurt me so. I'll be there on our show, I ain't tryna let you go. We've been around, through this town, we'll do it again. I'm gonna take some time to let you know, even when you hurt me so. I'll be there on our show, I ain't tryna let you go. We've been around. Black exposed with Sandra. You're, you're now in the mix with Canada's illest DJ R Double. Cause, Cause it's R Dub from the K Dub. DJ R Double. Black, black, black exposed with Sandra Tyler. What's, what's going on? It's Rufin Sean. You are listening to Black, 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 Black exposed with Black, black exposed with Sandra Tyler. I want to roll Thinking that you in my head so I can show off if I feel vain. Call me Shimano if you're asking what's my real name. See, I cast lines, I heat seek and smash rhymes. I'm Nick Foley slash Macaulay in these fast times. Let's see it started from your hopeless team. I'm Blade Runner while you're laser tagging Wolfenstein. So hold your breath if you hate a marijuana stench. I hold the smoke so long on my lungs I can reach the Mariana Trench. I want to thinking that you hot. I'm on the wall. Thinking that you hot. Hot, 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 h
Black Exposed is Canada's first and only show on Primetime FM Radio with black content and all black Canadian music. You can hear Black Exposed every Tuesday at 6 p.m. You can find me on my socials at Sandra Tyler and at Black Exposed 985 CKWR. Stream live on CKWR.com and stream after on Spotify, YouTube, Podbeam, and most other streaming services. Joining us tonight is Rookie Kamiz, the breakthrough Afrobeats artist to watch out for. Rookie is an Afrocentric singer, songwriter, and producer who's known for his Afrofusion style and mixing Afrobeats with R&B soul and hip-hop. Rookie has headlined for many festivals like the Cathedral Village Arts Festival, Frost Festival, Regina, and Aphrodisiac Festival. Rookie has released four EPs and his newest EP, Kaleidoscope, is out now. Welcome to Black Exposed, Rookie. Thank you very much, Sandra. Rookie, you are such an incredible artist. I have been told that you are the Afrobeats artist to look out for. You are a trailblazer. What is new and exciting in your world? I am honored to share my artistry. Kaleidoscope is um, a two-pack EP that I released just to um, show more of my versatility in Afrobeats. So I, I decided to like dig deeper into my Afrobeats roots and kind of like go to the next level in my experimental journey to find out the sound that I am most comfortable with. And, you know, Kaleidoscope is a result of that experiment. So this is going to lead me into like um, a bigger project coming out later in the year or maybe early next year called Iridis. You have media influence in Nigeria. Let's talk about that for a minute. So before I came to Canada, I used to be a radio presenter and I did that for three years. So along the line, I made a lot of friends and colleagues and fans, I would say, who knew me for radio. And then, and then I brushed into music. The media influence came from, you know, my transition from radio to music before I left Nigeria. And now coming to Canada, they're like, oh, our boy is making music. Let's support him. You talk about having two styles of Afrobeats and you've released two singles out at the same time. You've yep. released Canadian Burger, which we play on Black Exposed. And one that we're going to feature tonight Bad Girl Killer featuring Shivano and Canadian Burger. Let's talk about why you released them both at the same time and what they are about. The two the two songs, Bad Girl Killer and uh, Canadian Burger, they kind of explored two different themes. Although they may sound like the same, the same topic, but they're not necessarily the same topic. Canadian Burger was all about me um, showing the kind the, the person I am becoming, being influenced by being in Canada and I made allusions to the act of ordering food in Canada um, using burger and even in the lyrics I, I tried to like draw similarities between what, what I am trying to accomplish and you know just basically playing playing with a lot of figures of speech I, I started um, Canadian burger talking about a love interest which I would say is a, it was a reflection of myself and you know I needed energy and I needed sugar. Those similarities showing what I'm, what I'm all about. 
in the music Bad Girl Killer was just I just wanted to have fun with that song and you know I hit up some a couple friends and said yo let's make a um, you know an Afrobeat song and just you know have fun we just started talking about like a like a love interest who blows our mind beyond expectations and young boy stuff you know there's so many exceptional artists coming out of Saskatchewan especially in the Afrobeat scene what advice can you give in the music industry especially in the Afrobeats culture just do your thing um everyone has their own uniqueness and for me i believe that if you keep doing what you're doing with the right mindset and the right expression that you're going to get there i will also like love to you know encourage artists to embrace community and networking the, the music is it's a marathon you know it's it's not a sprint so you know you want to have as much support as you as you can so that can be done through collaborations and you know being intentional about your networking and you know being truthful to those collaborations and helping one another grow and where can we find your music? My music is everywhere. <laughs> Spotify, Apple Music, um, just at Rookie. Although, although before next year, I would successfully change um, the name on all platforms to Rookie Kameez. But for now, you can find it at Rookie. Rookie Kameez. Thank you, Rookie. Thank you very much, Sandra. I really appreciate Love Black Exposed for sure. Ugo stare, fashion killer. She no eating man like gorilla. Shoddy got some big drink, but that bum bum bigger. Puyaka puyaka, and I no feed leave Bad girl killer, bad girl killer. She no eating man like gorilla. Shoddy got some big drinks, but that bum bum bigger. Puyaka puyaka, and I no feed leave I'm Afrobeats artist Ricky Kamiz. This is Bad Girl Killer featuring Shivano and Sunosai from my EP Kaleidoscope on Black Exposed. You don't want to miss it. Not a reason why they call me spiritual. Fashion killer, she no wait in mind like gorilla. Shorty got some big dreams, but a bum bum bigger. Buyaka buyaka, and I no fit liver. Bad girl killer, bad girl killer. She no wait in mind like gorilla. Shorty got some big dreams, but a bum bum bigger. Ubada shibada, and I no fit liver. Fashion killer, nice to meet ya. My name is Rookie, and I be Ninja guy. Yeah, you so fly, me no fit in I. Just the beginning, yeah Turn up, girl Let the rhythm change I got like DJs As the man, them, they chase you But nothing be contained you And you know, say, now me get you Oh Can't stop the feeling I want you with me Some big dreams, but a bum bum bigger. Buyaka buyaka, and I no fit leave her. Bad girl killer, bad girl killer. She no wait in mind like gorilla. Shorty got some big dreams, but a bum bum bigger. Who bada she bada, and I no fit leave her. Up on the beach, you play a top line. When I grab the mic, you know I shut down. Steady focus on the MI. Every time I take off, just to touch down. Put a girl in the family way. Just so you know the boy no come here to play. I don't wanna sleep alone no more. Cut the horse, I need a wife I want. Here's the reason I'm confessing to you. Should you be solving all your puzzles alone? Can we get the girls talking? When you're in my room twerking. Who goes 
stay Fashion killer She know we think man like gorilla She because some big trees But a pump on bigger Buyaka, buyaka And I know feel liver Bad girl killer Bad girl killer She know we think man like She because some big drinks But a pump on bigger But she but I don't feel liver I can't deny my girl I'm concentrating on this your party, yes. I don't feel like my girl with this your party, cookie so party, yes. I mean like a lady alone, you take my feelings, you blow it away. This kind of thing you do it to me, you can make it my head, you can sweat. Pan this cliff, man, I bomb my cigar. Now you want to make me want to fight for too long. Any motherfucker will go try you go talk. Yo, yo, no, I go crazy for you. Black Exposed. Hey, what's going on? It's Ivan Evidente, aka Big Ives, director of AR for Universal Music Canada, and you're listening to Black Exposed with Sandra Tyler. Welcome back to Black Exposed. Co-hosting with me tonight is Ivan Evidente, the director of A&R and artist relations at Universal Music Canada. Ivan has worked in the music industry for 20 years with domestic and international recording artists to develop and execute their creative vision from infancy to the moment their music is shared around the world. He's worked with Drake, The Weeknd, Jay-Z, Julie Black, 50 Cent, Rihanna, Divine Brown, Eminem, Savannah Ray, which I love because she ends my show every week, <laughs> Zach Zoya, Kanye West, Cardinal Official, Jamie Fine, and King Cruff, and that's just to name a few. <laughs> Ivan has also managed artists like... Jazz Cartier, Frank and Dank, and DMC World Champ DJ Dopey. So awesome. <laughs> Ivan is the dream maker who signs artists to the Universal Music Canada record label. And if you're an emerging artist or you know an emerging artist, you definitely want to tune in and you can listen live on CKWR.com. Welcome to Black Exposed, Ivan. Oh, wow. Thank you. So first of all, that was a really cute intro there. So thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Um, yeah, it's great, man. And like, you know, big shout out to uh, the whole KW, man, Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge and surrounding areas, man. I have nothing but mad respect for, for the people there. And of course, just, you know, the city itself. So explain to us what artist and repertoire is. It's funny. So, you know, I think when my parents first saw A&R, they thought it was like accounts receivable or something like that, right? <laughs> so artists repertoire, I mean, so A&R is, um, it's the department here at, uh, well, at, at most, I guess, you know, record labels that's sort of responsible for everything from scouting the talent right down to signing the talent and developing the talent and, you know, sort of all the things surrounding around that, if that makes sense, you know, in terms of, you know, really kind of working with the artists from the early stages of just like the vision of what they're trying to get to and sort of just the whole process that sort of takes place from the very, from the moment that we first discover them to really just working on the records, working on the overall vision, uh, working obviously on the, like I said, the music and 
and then just like the whole hoopla around that in general. So dealing with the artists on a large scope of things, you know, sometimes I think people think it's just about the music and we're going into the studios and so forth, which yes, it does play a big part in that. But there's a lot of just like, I call it almost like, you know, you're just managing personalities at the same time too. You know what I mean? So, and as we all know, you know, artists are, are interesting people. I get my share of that, but overall it's a, it's a fantastic sort of job that I've been so blessed to be able to work in and it's interesting because a lot of the artists that you mentioned right in the intro there that yeah like I've had the pleasure of working with a lot of those artists on different sort of levels right some of them not so much on the A&R some of them like the international ones I work more on the marketing side of things because I come from I started my career at Universal more on, on the marketing side of things but a lot more of the domestic artists that you mentioned from the Julie Blacks of the Worlds to the Savannah Rays to the Cardis to uh, Zach Zoyas and the King Krause and there's a few more obviously that you know that I've had the pleasure and honor of working with including Divine Brown who I Billy was also mentioned on it, but like a lot of those artists, I'd probably say I took a lot more of a more A&R role on some of those acts just because, you know, being from here and those are acts that we signed here as domestic on our domestic roster. So, but what's good about it too is at the same time too is, is that while we're making the music, I'm also dealing with all the different departments at the label. So from the marketing side of things, the publicity side of things. So when you talk about that part of my title that has the artist relations, it really does encompass like all of the different sort of facets that, that make up the whole artist sort of DNA, if that makes sense. You are the one that, you know, artists are seeking out. I wonder to myself, just in knowing you, how did you get your start to grow so much and become one of the most revered people in Canada in the music industry? Because you are. Thank you. I, that's a that's a very, very nice compliment. And it took a lot of work, man. It took a lot of passion and it took a lot of perseverance. You know, I started out my career as a DJ. I think me being a DJ was something that I just saw my older cousins doing. You know what I mean? I was like, oh man, that's super cool. You know what I mean? And this is like in my early teens. I come from a pretty musical family. My mom is a professional. Well, she's a pianist. And my mom plays for specifically for ballets and modern dance. She's done that my entire life. My sister is a professional ballerina, you know, who works wow. this is my mom. She's actually retired now and is now a prop at TMU and she heads up the dance faculty. So that side of my family from my mom and my sister was very in the arts, if that makes sense. You know, as a DJ, I that kind of sort of led me into sort of promotions and throwing events around the city here in Toronto. And that's something that I really DJing was something for me that I really, really was passionate about. Like that was the first time I think in my life that I I really felt connected with something like but I was like really into the art form of like turntables right and so I studied like some of the DJs that had come before me from way back from just like you know the hip hop sort of like early days and watching DJ scratching and I just thought that was cool and and I really really got into that and entered even a few DJ competitions. That's why you'll notice that, like, and you mentioned that how I had managed uh, the DMC World Champion DJ Dopey at the time because it was just something that I was super into. The natural thing for that for me was just going, throwing parties. You know what? I'm going to take this DJing thing into my own hands because there'd be times that I would be DJing. The promoter would tell me, hey, guess what? We didn't make enough money tonight. You're not getting paid. Sorry. When I was like, wait a minute, like, there's only so many parties I can DJ and not get paid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what if I all of a sudden just started throwing my own parties maybe then like you sort of cut out the middleman so to say right or middle woman and you know, whatever it was and and that experience kind of i guess you could say started to really you start to learn about marketing because now you start marketing your own party 
parties and you're trying to figure out like what makes your party stand out from the other parties that are happening in the city or whatnot. As that started to happen, I really started to get this kind of like, I guess it's the entrepreneurial side of me that was always just trying to level up. But at the same time, you're learning so much about it. And a lot of that was just marketing and promotions. And so much that I wanted my parties to be so different from everything else that like, I was like, how can I make my party stand out from some of the other parties? So what I used to do is I used to just call cold call record labels at the time. Whether they were at the U in the US or uh, here in Canada, and I would call them and I'd be like, hey, I'm this DJ from Toronto, and A, um, I want to promote your music, so send me music to play. And more importantly, a lot of the times when they would send music, they would also send these promotional items, you know, like, you know, like whether the trinkets, you know, it's a t shirt or it's a stickers or you name it, or a, a mixtape or a cassette, I don't know, you name it, any kind of trinket you could have thought of promotional items. And so when I was throwing parties, I was always thinking, hey, you know, that would be interesting. What if every time you came to my party, you walked out with some sort of promotional trinket, whether it was a lanyard or a T-shirt that had like, you know, Jay-Z or something, you know, whatever it was. From there, I started to develop these relationships with labels, you know what I mean? Because what they used to do, the labels at the time, and this is really how I got my starts, the the labels at the times they had, you know, um, the street teams were basically sort of like the young kids that worked on a contract basis for these labels and handed out all the free promotional stuff at the parties. So I developed really good relationships with these street team members because they all used to come to my parties and I used to invite them out to my parties, like come to my parties, give all your shit for free. And, and the word got around that, you know, these parties were kind of cool, you know what I mean? And it was a great place to get rid of promotional items. And, you know, like these street teams, by the way, and I never want to, I always want to give these guys their flowers because I always say how, the street teams at the labels happened to be the most in touch finger on the pulse of like what was happening in the culture in the city these were the most connected people in the industry to me like and there was an opportunity that came up where there was an opening at polygram records where they were looking for you know somebody to sort of head up their street team at the time and funny enough i actually knew the people who had worked because they they came to my parties and they were the ones that actually referred me to this gig i got the gig and the person who was hiring happened to be somebody i went to high school with and who knew me as a dj because i used to dj like our school dances and stuff like that so she was like okay i'll have this interview and long story short i got the job and the job was literally to be on the street team like that's what it was so it wasn't exactly like this like salary paying job it was just like get your foot in the door and honestly sandra i would have done anything just to be in the game so to say i have nothing but a high school diploma to this day at that time it was just like i you know i tried a couple of classes in college that just wasn't for me i went to the harris institute which would taught like artist man I, I i wanted to go anything that was kind of remotely close to music but for me if i look back at it a lot of it was just the real experience that i would get just by djing parties by meeting people being in the mix so to say funny enough i get this job i had went for like a semester in college i went i took radio broadcast in college funny because i was like oh my god something remotely close to music you know this is the 90s by the way right so it's like yeah. there really wasn't much out there then i i enrolled in another like Harris Institute which is at that time and it still exists today it's sort of like I guess you could say teaches about the music business and production I went into the artist management um, program after a while and maybe this is my ADD and it, I I didn't finish I just, I, there were certain classes that just didn't connect with me long story short they told me towards the end of the year 
that this is when they kind of started handing out internships. They were like, sorry, you skipped too many classes. And unfortunately, you're not going to be able to graduate. And we're not, and in turn, we're not even going to offer you an opportunity to do an internship. And I was like, ah, okay, well, damn. Funny enough, a week later is when that opportunity opened up as a, a, at the job. And I applied for the job. And here we are 24 and a half years later. And it was funny because I remember I got that job. And then the week later, when I went in to kind of sort of go to the office, I was seeing the people I went to school with who were doing the internship program. And they're looking at me like, wait a minute, isn't this the guy who didn't finish here, who got kicked out, but yet he's working here? And I was like, it's kind of how life works at times. That happened. So I started out, my official job was sort of on the street team. That's how I got my foot in the door. So I worked in marketing for several years after that. I ended up running the entire, uh, what was then called the urban department, which oversaw all the marketing for hip hop R&B. And again, because I was out so much, I was naturally seeing bands, man. I was naturally seeing artists. That sort of was the transition from that into moving into A&R. I never had tension at the time to work in A&R. I didn't have a desire to work in A&R. I really was enjoying working in marketing because I was marketing Jay-Z. I'm marketing Lady Gaga, managing uh, marketing 50 Cent, managing marketing Rihanna, all these big international names. I was kind of like the king of my castle. And every time artists would come into Toronto or Canada for promotional reasons, who do you think they're coming to see? They're coming to see me, right? Because I'm the hip hop guy with my team. To me, I was like, damn, like, uh, this is incredible. Like, and I'm building relationships while all of this was happening, right? Because, you know, with my US counterparts, who are like, when you come to Canada, you got to tap in with Ives and his team because those are the ones. And and I always made sure that the street team was always the first people with the artists because when artists come into town, where do they want to go after they're doing concerts? They want to party and they want to smoke weed or they want to, you know what I mean? Well, who's going to know that? Well, you go to the kids that, that know where the, where the culture really happens in the city. Like I said, as time goes by, you know, downsizing happens within these these companies and there was just an opportunity to move into A&R and it was really one of those things that I kind of felt like hey man I'm being a asked to move into this department so I must be doing something right I knew that I had the ear because I was a DJ so I kind of thought I knew you know what I mean something about it and I tell you Sandra it's weird because you know I came into the game you know seeing certain people that I looked up to that I would have considered either like idols of mine or mentors of mine and then you know there was a time at this point when moving into the A&R side there were people who no longer worked in the music industry like the same people that I looked up to because the, the industry had changed so much these are people you looked up to some of them just couldn't obviously sustain you know in the music industry for whatever reason because of the changes or whatnot and here I am being sort of asked to like move into this next iteration of what my career can be so when you started out in marketing because you know marketing is the glue that holds all the universals from different countries together because you have to work in unison to now yeah. sitting in the seat where you're choosing who to sign on the label so explain your role a little bit more for our listeners a lot of it for me is it's, it's just sort of the upkeep of like you know the roster that we work with uh, specific so we have a, we have an incredible team here of um, talented A&Rs and right and the A&R team is not only just the people who are scouting the talent but the team kind of goes beyond that like we have coordinators who help us we have scouts you know what I mean whose job is to look at the data and, and, and follow charts and kind of sort of see what's popping off but for me a lot of it ultimately comes for me personally and I can't speak for everybody but 
a lot of it is just gut feeling to me. Yes, we follow the data. Absolutely. You know what I mean? On some of that, because, you know, the data is important to, to, to watch. But a lot of it for me is just the gut, you know what I mean? Of what I feel, I really believe. It's dealing with the artists sort of like, you know, we set deadlines, we set timelines, we set, you know, whether that's when we're releasing singles or whatnot. So there's a lot of, a lot of people I think think that, oh, A&R is very glamorous and, you know, you're the guys that are doing all the cool stuff. There's also a side that never gets talked about, you know, that may not be as glamorous. For me, I was really lucky that I learned a lot of the administrative side of, of A&R, you know what I mean? Like learning about label copy, learning about some of the technical stuff that you may not necessarily see or hear or read about you know that kind of really make up the part of like getting a record out into the world like there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff outside of just the music and going to the studio and going to the party and, and whatnot and it can range from everything so like it can range from an artist who maybe is just we're still recording the music so that would take up time with me being in this recording studio with them or setting them up with writers producers or whatnot to artists who already have music and we're setting release dates for records and now I'm dealing with the marketing team or I'm in a lot of you know meetings with the marketing team the digital marketing team the publicists could kind of discuss the rollout of these releases and so forth obviously conversations that I'll have with agents as well who helping the artists find booking agents for themselves or some of them have them or some of them are just developing and they need agents and so you know as we start to roll stuff out and with the hopes of them being able to tour eventually or perform live so some of my conversations are with them as well to talk about what the next few months look like for a particular artist and so how we can get aligned with what a potential touring schedule could look like for an artist. There used to be a time where I think like, you know, artists would be like, get to the label here, listen, please listen to my demo, please listen to my demo. And because of just like technology the way it is right now and social media, you know, I would always tell artists like, if you're doing something right, don't worry, we'll find you. If you're if you're bubbling or you're popping off somehow, if we're doing our job right, we'll find that artist. But overall, like, you know, uh, I'm surrounded by music, man. And I'm surrounded by people who love music. And I don't ever take that for granted. You know what I mean? Like, I, man, I'm, I'm, I'm super, super blessed and super grateful. You get to live your dream and help people make their dreams come true. I, I, I wouldn't be like, and I say this to everybody who's working in the music industry, specifically at the labels. Without artists, we ain't shit, man. If, if without artists, we're not working. I don't care what anybody says, right? You know what I mean? So remember that you know what i mean and let's let's try to serve our artists the best way we can how does it work now with a and r with all the technology we have going on now because gone are the days where you just slap a cassette or a cd or what have you on somebody's desk or mail it to them and say hey could you listen or come out to my showcase yeah you know it, let me say i think it is so much more challenging to be an artist now than it was before there was a time where it's like you have, you have talent you got a great song there we go. You know what I mean? Now it's like, hey, man, not only town, you got a great song. Oh, well, guess what? You got to be like a, a, an influencer. You got to be great at social media. Like there's so much different things that sort of make up the DNA of an act these days and stuff that they may not necessarily have been thought that they had to do before. Right. You know what I mean? Like I started at the time where there was no TikTok. There was no social. What are you talking about? And to this day, you have artists who are still like, you know, struggling to figure those platforms out. There are artists who get discovered now on TikTok. There's artists who blow up on TikTok, but at the same time, they may release a song on, on a DSP and it does nothing. I've always been a strong believer that if you make great music, people talk about it. But at the same time, too, you do have to work hard. You do have to hustle. You do have to figure that out. And you have to be open to understanding 
these different platforms. They may not necessarily work for you, but if you're not trying to take advantage of how to kind of understand them and use them in whatever way, it's, it's you're probably at a disadvantage. You know what I mean? In my opinion, questions I get asked a lot. You know, what what does it take to get signed? You know, these types of questions. For me personally, a big thing is obviously the talent. Having a vision of what it is, of what you want, is super important to me. But a lot of it for me is work ethic, like humility, man. Important. Having just understanding how to just say please and say thank you. I always tell people, like you know what I mean, and it goes a long way. You know, I've seen some very talented people in my life with no work ethic. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because it's like the talent this person has, but yet to get them to do something is difficult. And it's like, and unfortunately it just doesn't work out. You know what I mean? Then I'll see another person who may not be vocally as strong or, or have the best rap bars or whatnot, but shows up, is there to win by any means necessary. Such a hard worker. And that stuff, I think, you know, people see that. You may not, even if you may not be, have the biggest numbers or you may not be the most talented yet, but you are a nice person and you're really like there to work and people see that, people want to help you. Yeah. Have you ever signed an artist and then regretted it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, it's not so much that I regretted it. I think it's more just regretted. This is probably a strong word. I think it's just where, you know, you'll sign an act and all of the things that you think going into it is like perfect. And then all of a sudden you get there and then all of a sudden something changes, whether they felt maybe, hey, I got a deal now, kick up your feet and we're chilling. Or I've seen success change people. And that's unfortunate at times. I've also seen where a lot of stuff just happens really fast. And sometimes artists are not used to that. And I get it, especially the younger they are. You know, and sometimes all of a sudden, you know, success comes really quick and everybody becomes your friend and everybody wants to do something for you it's kind of like i could see how that could change people you know what i mean especially at a young age and i would always tell people it's funny i was like sometimes when things are going really well you see who's in the room and then when you see when shit hits the fan let's see who's in the room and I've seen that firsthand. Not so much I'd say regret. I, I, I'll never regret any artist that I had signed. I feel like moments in your lives happen or things just happen, right? But it, it's disappointing sometimes when they just don't necessarily or things when things run its course. And a lot of it too, a lot of it sometimes, ego, Sandra. It's like people just, they, they get caught up in the hype, man. There's always going to be somebody else. And there's always going to yeah. be somebody else that's going to eat your food show up and do the work and nobody you know what i mean and don't give anybody a reason to, to catch you slipping so to say what are record companies record labels looking for now in artists what's hot right now i don't know if there's per se like oh my god this is the hot thing right now like i certainly don't think like that and i would imagine every label i hope we look for is just you know just true genuine you know like art you know what i mean and uh, and and an artist that really understands the vision of what they're what they want and and i think something that's you know original but i think for us it's more just trying to find that real true genuine artist that just really has you know a real vision for what it is that they want to do and and what the messages that they want to share out there for the rest of the world you know what i mean and you know the lyrics are so are, are so important when you when you think about 
certain songs that like you just know like that lyric moves you or whatnot or just something that you connect on it on some sort of like uh, that's what i'm looking for i'm just looking for that artist that just really really is taking the time to their craft to really just kind of you know you know they're not necessarily thinking about the end goal of being something but of just more the journey as they say and just trying to be as authentic as possible and sharing their music out there and, and again that's putting in the work that's like the dream for me like any artist who just knows exactly what they want knows what they want and knows what they need to do to get it do, do artists have to nowadays with all this like social media do they have to be established with you know how many streams they have and for you even look at them no I mean look I think that it, it, it definitely helps to have a bit of a following of some sort, or at least know that there's a fan base of some sort that's being built. Because the reality is, is that there's like, you know, what I don't know the latest stat is, it's like 150 or 180 or definitely 100,000 songs get uploaded to DSPs per day, per day. I mean, like, I was like, wait a minute, there's that many artists? Like, what the heck? You can imagine how much there is out there. Do their numbers have to be like in the millions? No, like I don't think so. You know what I mean? But I think knowing that there's somewhere for us to start is, is extremely important for us. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of stuff, honestly, saying that an artist can do to develop themselves without a label. A lot of artists now, argue, yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of artists that will argue that they don't even need a label. I, I get that too. I'm not debating that. You know what I mean? Um, but what I do also know is, is that like, that's why the data part is super important for us too. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're watching that stuff and we're seeing the growth, you know, of certain things. So I wouldn't be just saying that, oh, there needs to be a certain number of followers that you have to have until we even are interested. No. Uh, you know, we've worked with artists that have had great following, whether like for certain things that they built on their own. And then we've worked with artists that are really like at the infant stages and really like building and like, you know, I have more followers on Instagram or something, you know what I mean? Like I've seen that happen, you know what I mean? And then we're the numbers as we, we put in the work and over time. And another thing I'd like to really put out there is that it takes a lot of time to develop an act. Like I don't, regardless of social media and all that, like it takes time and it takes money anybody if it was that easy i think there'd be a superstar every day like you know what i mean like if it was that easy this is like okay we got it we know how to do it like no it's, it's, it unfortunately doesn't work like that in my opinion the music industry is so small yeah and you have to make sure that you are still hustling out there but you even if you don't accomplish your goal at the time like say you submit to a label and you're not signed like don't don't post on social media i didn't get signed i don't need them anyways because the industry and, and you and i both know this because we come from the same era which is even more different because that's why we're so tight-knit we didn't have the social media all we did i love your events by the way i went to so many oh my gosh that is something that i try to instill in the artists that that i speak to you know and that i play on my show because to give artists a chance who you and i both know don't have a chance to be on the radio unless they're signed right. or unless they've like you know it's just a super challenge yeah absolutely what advice would you give them if they want to approach you with their music you know i don't think it ever hurts to look if you're trying to meet with a specific person 
it would be good to kind of maybe do your research on that person, understand a little bit about, you know, what's the best way to, to, you know, approach them, I guess, or find out how to get in touch with them. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you know, there's a saying, you know, you, you don't ask, you don't get, right? You know what I mean? And I feel like that's where a big part of it is, is, is that really, really going out of your way to try to, like, not obviously be, like, annoying and stuff like that, but... I think you do have to, like I always say, you got to show up, you got to figure it out and you got to get in touch. Like in my early days, I, I didn't know who the executives were. I mean, I watched documentaries here and there. I've seen a few things here and there, but I got an opportunity to go to a music conference, like whatever money I can scrounge up to get to that conference. I was there and I was, I've always try to remain being a student of the game. I ask a lot of questions, even to this day, you know what I mean? Like a lot of that happens with me. Like I research some of these younger creatives that are doing cool things, right? Like it's sort of weird because it's like a weird for me. That's just normal because I'm just genuinely interested. And so I'll find how to get in touch with somebody. And it's a lot easier now, right? Because Instagram will show you some of the things. But when you ask, I think it's really about like, I think about going about it. You just got to come prepare. You know what I mean? Now, that's not saying you got to have like a whole rigging presentation ready, but I think you have to go there with the intention of knowing that you may have one chance to make this happen. So you better like, you know, have all your ducks in a row and at least get in there and, and, and ask what it is you need to ask. A lot of that is takes research and, and it just, it's the hustle, man. You know what I mean? If you want it bad, you're going to go figure out how to do it, how to get it. And if there's one thing I learned, Sandra, in this game, nothing's for free. Like they ain't nobody giving it out. Like you, but you gotta, you gotta go get it. Anytime somebody reaches out to me, about something, I will always at least listen and give them an opportunity to tell, you know, whether that's send me some stuff to check out or whatnot, you know, whether we sign it or we're thinking or not, like, I believe everybody gets a fair shot to, to at least, you know, pitch something as long as they've already done that, that homework, so to say, to at least get into the, anyone who's doing that for themselves, they deserve at least my time for sure. You know what I mean? So those are my thoughts on that. Now, is there any artist that you just signed that you want to promote, talk about? I'm really excited about an artist named King Croft, and I know you mentioned him at the beginning. He's an artist I'm super excited about. He's based, he's born in London, Ontario, raised in Kingston, Jamaica. Um, we have a deal with him uh, and Tough Gong, uh, the label, the legendary Tough Gong, Bob Marley's label. So he's an artist that I've been working very close with over the last year. We're super, we're, we were slowly but surely developing him, and he's taking all the right steps that I think that needs to be taken in, 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 in this sort of journey as an artist. Um, we just released a record two weeks ago, um, and a video with an, well, with another artist with him, uh, another artist out of Ghana named Stoneboy, who, and another artist from London, Ontario as well named Jag Hooligan. So it's Stoneboy, it's Kingcroft, Stoneboy, and Jag Hooligan. It's a record called She Don't Need. It's a, it's an incredible song. If you get a chance, the video just cracked. I think we just released it two weeks ago and we're now over 500,000 views, which wow. is like incredible. Like, you know, uh, we were on the, we, we were on, um, New Music, obviously New Music Friday out here, but we were on New Music Friday in Ghana, New Music Friday in Nigeria. You know what I mean? So all these sort of like wow. other markets that we necessarily wouldn't have thought we would get on, but with Stoneboy, we, you know, it was a very strategic 
we were super strategic and intentional in getting Stoneboy specifically as a feature on this record. Um, and he loved the record, so it made it even better because, you know, it wasn't just like, hey, can you just be on this record? Because you're this incredible. He really, really liked the record, really, really offered his, wanted to be on it. But we also had him, he was in town. He, he was in the, we actually filmed the video for the song. We had an original version with him not on it. And then somebody else in the, um, my friend, my coworker, Timothy, who works on our international side, was like, hey, you know what? He would really, I think you should put this guy's Stoneboy on it. I've shared the music with him and he likes the record. And I'm like, dude, the video's already shot. And he's like, I'm just saying, it could also open up the Croft's audience, King Croft's audience in other parts because this guy has a significant following. Long story short, they twisted my arm and I'm glad they did. And it's just, it's opened up a whole new audience for, for King Croft. And, and we're, and again, we're, we're just, so he's an artist that like I feel you should be on the lookout for if you like I said his name is King Croft look out for him and, and another artist that, that I really really work closely with and I'm super excited about and she's having a moment is an artist out of Ottawa named Jamie Fine uh, an incredible singer songwriter um, you know she just put out a record earlier this year that just went number one in South Africa of all places like yeah Andrew, like, what the frick? Like, what? South Africa? What are, like, what's happening here? You know what I mean? So, yeah. Those are two super artists, uh, two super great artists that I'm excited about. And one more I'd probably say that I'm also really excited about is another artist named Joelle Lobet, um, R&B artist from Pickering here, Pickering, Ontario, who you guys are probably going to start seeing super, super, super soon as we're starting to roll. He, some people already know who he is, but that's an, uh, another deal that I did as a joint venture with Def Jam. Um, so I'm super excited about that, man. So you've got serious artists at Universal, 50 Cent, you've got Tupac, you've got Rihanna, you've got David Bowie, my gosh, and Beatles. so on and so forth. Well, yeah, it goes on. It goes on and on. And you can get you can go to umusic.ca mm-hmm. to find out who the entire roster is. So I thank you so much for being on Black Exposed. Well, you know, keep doing you because you are one of the most incredible A&R directors I have ever met. Thank you. Um, means a lot. And it's because you have lived it. Y- you know, you worked from the street literally up. So you appreciate mm-hmm. every facet it takes to sign an artist. And you can smell, you know, talent from miles away because you have that ear. And you also are appreciative of the, of the hard work that some of these artists present to you. And And first of all, I want to say congratulations to you as well. And I want to make sure that you get your flowers out here because, you know, a, you know, when you asked me to to come on the show for me, I was like, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, I think, you know, for people like yourselves doing what you do, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So thank you for that. And I feel like the work that you're doing, especially just to promote BIPOC, black music in general. And, you know, in the city like Kitchener, Waterloo, where like, you know what I mean? It's not exactly like a big city like Toronto where you're not seeing all that so you know i i want to make sure that people and all the listeners out there like really really like you know understand the importance that you you play in all of this as well and and you know the listeners out there just understand that like uh what you do is does not go unnoticed so you know so thank you thank you absolutely um but yeah i'm gonna be hold on now i'm gonna be throwing all these artists your way i'm not gonna you know what i mean uh and congrats on that show with michael williams by the way so that, that was oh that. thank you thank you uh ives is that what yeah. they call you that's what i'm gonna call you now ives ives, ives. i love it it's six ives. is that your dj name 50 cents 50 cents 50 cent 
Oh my god. And you're listening to Black Exposed with Sandra. Yeah, we're do that again. It's not Sandra. Sandra, we'll do it again, right? Black Black Exposed? This is Black Exposed, and I'm Sandra Tyler. So, Shonda Rhimes, owner of Shondaland, Grey's Anatomy, she's acquired the rights to the documentary Black Barbie about Kitty Perkins, the principal designer, on the first ever Black Barbie. The doc will appear on Netflix this fall, but I'm happy to say that the Queen Company, through the Guelph Film Festival, is bringing Black Barbie for a screening at the Guelph Youth Centre on November 11th. And director LaGuardia Davis will be there for a Q&A. And Queen herself will be on Black Exposed next Tuesday to chat more about Black Barbie. And I'll also be at the screening taking some clips. You can go to kweencompany.com for details. Speaking of queens, this is Zochi, the Canadian queen of Afrobeats, with her new single on Black Exposed 98.5 CK WR. What do I say to you? I did everything that you wanted me to. I couldn't feel for you. I still would have stayed if you wanted me to. It's not like I got cut from love. It's like nobody got trust for love. This night I'm gonna smoke some more. This time everybody gonna stick to love. Somebody tell that girl. I'd rather be with her. I don't want her love. Exposed is Canada's first and only show on Primetime FM Radio with black content and all black Canadian music. You can hear Black Exposed every Tuesday at 6 p.m. You can find me on my socials at Sandra Tyler and at Black Exposed 98.5 CKWR. Stream live on CKWR.com and stream after on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, and most other streaming services. That's it for tonight's Black Exposed.
closed. Thanks to Ivan Evidente, director, A&R Universal Music Canada. Thanks to resident DJ R-Double and mark your calendars starting Friday, November 24th, 11 p.m. for the Black Exposed Friday Street Mix Live with music from Canada's iconic hip-hop and R&B legends. And next week, Queen chats about Shonda Rhimes' Black Barbie screening November 11th in Guelph. And then David and John from BMC stop by to talk about how Black Music Canada helps Black emerging artists launch their careers. Thank you to you, my Black Exposed fam from KW and around the world. I'm Sandra Tyler. Celebrate your blackness in every shade. Stay blessed. Good night. Mm, I know I guess you know it when I ask if you still love me Just a product of my experience Learning to love myself through loving you Never had someone show me how to improve Trying to make you leave just to beat you to the punch But somehow you still, you still Put up with all my shit Nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist I'm convinced that heaven exists Cause nothing before you exist Nothing before you exist Hey no, I'm blessed and highly favored Asking God to let me see another day I'm blessed, I don't have much I usually learn the hard way Gotta count Highly favored every time that I wake up No, I'm not worthy, but I got a purpose There ain't no Stay prayed up every day, every day, every day, every day I wake up. Every day, every day, every day before my makeup. Every day, every day, every day, yeah. Every day, every day, every day. I know I'm blessed and highly favored. Asking God to let me see another day. Like every day, every day, every day, every day. Every day, every day, every day Gotta stay prayed up